everybody. I'm Tom. And I'm Paddy. And this is Underplayed or Overrated. Me amo Paddy. <laughs> We're back. Um, peeling back the curtain slightly. This is our first recording session of 2024. <laughs> but yes. you're still getting episodes from... Yeah, it's like, you know, we've never, right been, we've never even been away. It's almost like we can do these, like, at any point in, in know, the past right? and just put them out. But weirdly, since there's been no pressure on us to do that, we've actually, aside from the Christmas period, we've been pretty consistent at recording every single week, which is something we failed to do before. Yeah. Who knew? When you take the pressure oh, I, away... I mean, I think this week was a big um, sort of make-up... <laughs> Make or break in terms of if we didn't record this week, I think it may have gone longer. Yeah, it may have. It we may, may have come off been the running rails. out of episodes and gone. Oh shit! Yeah. We need to do one and put it out tonight. Yeah, we've. Well, we've both been ill and stuff as well, yeah. right? So, um, yeah. Anyway, enough about that shite. Yeah. Welcome. Underplayed. Overrated. Vil common. Is it underplayed? Is it overrated? We'll find out. What is this week's album? It's Mr. Is... Patrick. Marvin Gay, what's going on? What's going on indeed, Mr. Gay? What's happening, brother? That that's, is a track. That's right? one of the names yeah. of the songs, yeah. So, I thought um, so. Hulk, it's about Hulk Hogan, it's, it's what Hulk Hogan used to say <laughs> to him. Like, what's happening, brother? <laughs> what, what's happening, brother? What's happening, dude? Hulk Hogan. Sometimes he's chill. Brother. Sometimes he's not chill. Terrible, terrible Hulk Hogan impression. Yeah, really bad. Let's move on. Uh, so, yeah, um, this this one, this doozy, was released on May 21st, 1971. It was. So it's an oldie, but is it a good... Is this the oldest album we have done? Yes. No, it's not. Abbey Road. Ah, yeah, by like two years. Yes. So it's... But it's, it's up there. It's up there with the... Uh, most miserly of albums that we've uh, covered, so. Miserly? Yeah, it's another word for like old, right? You get older miserly. No, I think it isn't miserly like, um, like skin flint. Is it? Like, like, Hang on. like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I should have just gone, yes, you are correct. But I thought, no, let's fucking do this. Oh, yeah, it's basically a greedy, selfish Yeah, it's prick. like my. Uh, yeah, but old Scrooge, people. Scrooge wasn't miserly because he was old. Scrooge was miserly because he. Um, yeah, old miserly. It comes, as a, his, it comes as a package, right? Yeah, I guess you get more frugal as you're sort of relying on your pension and that. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so my vocabulary needs improvement. That's uh, takeaway <laughs> number one from this week. But yes, so uh, the Elder Statesman albums that we've covered. Uh, Obviously, I feel like most is fitting right in there. Most of them are old, though. Like most of them are over forty years old so far. Yeah, but that's kind of the point, I guess. Yeah, music we've wasn't. Got some, we've got some thirty-year-old ones. Have we done a two thousands album yet? No. Mm. I know my wild card is, but they haven't just come out of the random. The random number generator, yeah. No, they? that's how we decided. RNG, this, baby. As a game, R- I would say. RNG, no. Delicious so, drinks. It's the 11th studio album by Mr. Marvin Gaye. 11? Yep. I know, I, I've seen that. And it's. I think it's because he was on Tamla Motown, isn't it? So, like... Yeah. 
they I, just... I have no idea about Marvin Gaye, really. This is like... I, I no, know... I is sexual healing is Marvin Gaye, right? Uh, yes. Right. So that, that that's basically the extent of my knowledge, as, uh, apart from now. Let's get it on as well. Oh, wait. Sexual healing. It, it, yeah, it is, isn't it? I swear it is. Sexual. Man, man can sing. That was pretty much the extent of my... It, like, is, it is Marvin Gaye, yeah. yes. Jamie, this, Jamie is... is um, this is very much... Up there in terms of, like, albums that people cover isn't it like this is like the golden goose of soul i guess hip hop wise they do because it's been sampled like i um looked up um who sampled.com marvin gay what's going on the album yeah it's sampled in 99 different songs yeah i'm trying to find some so, like, example like good example i think, I'll, Kanye, I'll I think kanye sampled something off this album I sort of looked into this album and the man very little. I tried to listen first and now I'm looking at it. Yeah. And it is a, it is a concept album, it which is. makes a whole lot of sense now. Uh, won't spoil anything, but uh, yeah. So it's, it's a really intriguing album. I guess we just go straight in with... So it's told from the point of view of, of a Vietnam veteran. Yeah. Apparently. He's Which, returning home and he's suffering hatred and injustice in his homeland. There's also themes of drug abuse and poverty. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess what were your, like, preconceptions here? I did, I I'd heard what they, the song "What's Going On" before, and it's a great song, you know. And like, other than that, I didn't really know much about it. Like in terms of what it was gonna, how it was gonna be, what it was gonna yeah. be like. If you, I didn't know it was a concept album, I didn't know it was so highly acclaimed. Like apparently, it was voted like the number, the best album of all time by Enemy in like nineteen eighty five. It's like Reader's Poll as well. So like, oh yeah, and it's it's. Usually in the top five now. I'm not on, sure on I rate it as highly as that, but I think it's just because it's not necessarily in my bag. Yeah. But it is, you know. My... my, my turn off now, is <laughs> what I'm saying. No. My, like, preconception note here was, I'm expecting butter. Am I going to get butter? Spoiler alert. And then lead us on into number one. If you want to start listening to the album bit by bit with us, Here's your warning. Do it now. Go away. Listen yeah, to track stick, one. Stick what's going on. And come on back and here. into something more comfortable. Because it's going to get sexy. What's going on? My first note. Butter. Yeah, butter. <laughs> I've just put Big Banger at the start. One of the big famous ones. One of the songs on the album. That's literally all I've written. For big, like, I always find for like big songs that everyone knows. Yeah. I don't really write notes. No, there's no point. It's like, what's going on? And everyone knows that song. Yeah. It's just... The, the song What's um, Going On by Marvin Gaye. I mean, it's just silky smooth, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's very anti-war, which I can get behind. Yes. Did you ever um, hear... Oh, God, this is... Oh, the problem I have with doing this is trying to recall names of bands under pressure. Uh, there was a... Um, 
a pop punk band who did a Motown album and they covered this and it's great. Hang on. They did a full album of Motown covers and it was brilliant. A Lost for Words. A Lost for Words, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They covered it and they did a really good job of it in a sort of pop punk way. Didn't you play a gig with A Lost for Words once? Don't think so. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different band. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> awkward. Um, yeah. It's soul at its best. And there's fucking brass. And as we know, on this podcast, we are firmly yeah, pro brass, brass in music. Brass usually gets a good um, good re- Warms the cockles, I feel. I'd stand up and clap if I was at the football, if brass turned out. <laughs> um, Sax, baby. So, um, yeah. we, we move on from that to a song of a very similar vibe in terms of, it's called What's Happening Brother, which it feels a bit like he's sort of come off a plane from, from Vietnam and he's like, I had a look around and he's gone, fucking hell, it's kicking off. <laughs> I and thought it was bad out there. Seen a, a bloke passing by and asked him what's going off. Yeah, and, and here we are. I guess in the narrative of of the of the theme album, musically, bongos, bongos. Yeah, there's a lot of bongos throughout this, mm-hmm. and in percussion and like key changes. There's there's several key changes in this song. Yeah, I, I've written mm-hmm. that it reminds me of a lot of inward looking rap albums from the 2000s and 2010s, like Lupe Fiasco, Tetsuo and Youth, or Kendrick yep. Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Like yeah. those two albums are just this, but with rap on it. Yeah, but that's that's. But I think that says more about this album. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, and it, about of course it does. Than it does like, about anything clearly, else, really. this is a big like. It's a culturally relevant. Thing, yeah, a yeah. big cultural touch point for for rap and like Marvin Gaye and 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 things like like artists like that, I guess. Um, and then. I did have one more note on uh, on what's going on actually right at the end, but it applies to the whole album really. It's just like this is sexy times music. Yeah, it is. Like there, it's, I said it. Put this se- on in the bedroom, music. folks. It is. Um, it's cinematic. This this album could just be like they could just be a film. Yeah, it's like string. It's with string swells in there. There's, there's horns. There's you know it's it's orchestral almost yeah. and like. He must have been a big deal at this by this point for like Motown. Yeah, the, I think a lot of money would have been spent on so this. Yeah, album. this it seems like everybody's on it. Like in terms of like their because they had like Motown and Tamla had like their own built-in like sort of hit factory. They called it Hitsville. It was in Hitsville, USA. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and uh, they, they the, like the Funk Brothers were the in-house session musicians of Motown, and they did feature heavily on this, James James Lee Jameson on this record, the bass player who absolutely puts a shift in on this entire album. Like the next song, moving as swiftly on, flying high in the friendly sky. Yeah, the bass on this is insane. Like it, it like meanders and goes everywhere but always finds the right, like, note to, like, move it along. Like, yeah, it, it's yeah, so yeah. clever what it does. And I, like, looked this guy up, and apparently he was, um, 
uncredited on most of the ma- most hits hit Mo- Motown records in the 60s and 70s. So yeah. most of those songs we all know and love from like Auntie's birthday parties and weddings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the one you can hear rattling through the corridor the of DJ, the working man's club. Where the DJ goes. And now we're going to go into a little bit of a, uh, a Motown half an hour. And your auntie's and then straight on the, like on the dance floor. Everyone's yeah. on the dance kicking around, doing, yeah, yeah, doing yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. fucking flicks and shit. Like they did. Run your handbags. I don't know. Is that a nineties phenomenon? Does that still happen at functions or do people still, or are they getting up and dancing to Sean Paul now? What do you mean? Oh, what? Because in the nineties, this was that era. Oh yeah. Are they still getting up and dancing to Motown and stuff? Or is it like, are they going and getting up to like Chanda Paul? Chanda (laughs) Paul. You know, that's, that's actually what he says when he says that. I saw it in an interview. I saw that in an interview as well. Chanderpaul. He's saying Chanderpaul, which is obviously a West Indian, famous West Indian cricketer. Yeah, bringing um, it full circle on the podcast. Um, Cricket, steely Dan. So, I, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, like, is that, a thing that's died out or did people still do they still like get does come on Eileen you know, still like come on and stuff still, and like st- people still like seem to I don't know it, it sort of feels like the older you get and I know this is sort of applies to me quite a bit of the time now like I I love stuff from now still because I'm a music junkie but I actually, I actually the 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 older I get the further back in time my musical taste wants to take me sometimes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I think I think people that are like in their sixties, probably still do like a bit of Motown because you you do tend to dip back. Don't but you, is it further? nostalgic as well? Though, like, would you feel shortchanged if you went to like a wedding and they didn't do like a Motown section? Oh hell no! It wouldn't bother me. It's for it's, I don't it's I don't for, go to a wedding. And go, oh, I can't it, wait for the fucking Motown section. At this point, it's for like the grandmas and stuff. Whereas I feel like when we were kids, yeah, we put like maybe the mums, like Reet Petit on and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Look about, look about, look about, look about. Ooh wee. You're not wrong, man. You know what I mean? They'd be a lot more 50s rock and roll. Yeah, and if I bet they don't do that. That's not there anymore because that generation's gone. And if it's, it's not, a weird thought, I thought about this recently, like. Oh, I DJ, hate... like music, music, it, it, it functions will have changed and they won't play that kind of, or like, even like... Well, yeah, but I mean, it's only the same as being like, at school discos, we used to have fucking Venga Boys. Like, that ain't, that ain't happening anymore, is it? You're not going to go to no. a school disco and say, boom, 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 I want you in my room. Well, you? Even you know like, what I mean? Like, yeah. I wonder what we play at like, you know, like, I mean, do they still do school disco nights? Oh, what, like unders nights, you mean? Yeah, no, like, like a student night where you've got to like wear a tie to get in for free and stuff, and they'll, they'll play like five and and like no, because because that, it won't be will it? it'll be like fucking I don't know what like whatever ten years ago was like pop. It's the same shit. That I feel we've like got this now. is a fair thing to have a chat to have on this podcast because honestly, like this album's a really good album. But my notes are very thin on it, and it's not that it's not... Oh, we're breaking the fourth wall it's here. Not, it's not that I don't like it, it's just that a lot of it is very similar. Well, 
to 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 shed some light on that. So it is it is it has been referred to as a song cycle. Um, it's all very say it's, it's a all, big it's just a big vibe, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big vibe. It's it's a little bit like I, I guess Asia for mm. that'll be out by the time this comes out. So that's <clears throat> similar in a way in the, in that it's. I think actually the two albums are, are are quite in the same lane in terms of their musically epic. Yeah, fuck, studio like studio so studio much album isn't stuff it? going on there. Yeah, their, I think this it, is probably a little bit more refined. I think no, I think this is probably more off the cuff than yeah, maybe. Than, sorry, I, like when Asia's very precise. This is very like oh, is this this is go- way more expressive and, yeah. and jammy. I would say absolutely, um, um, yeah. But on yeah, I'm, I'm flying high. <clears throat> jazz flute, yes. I can't hear jazz flute and take it seriously because of Anchorman. No, the jazz flute. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely did. You when you first saw Anchorman, believe that they made up jazz, jazz flute. flute. <laughs> like, I didn't think it was a real. I honestly didn't know it was like a real thing because um, like that sort of. I had a dad who liked seventies prog, okay. so I'm very aware. But yeah, of it's flute. like it, its use in music hadn't like, really. Uh, I hadn't really been exposed Jeff to any Rowe music. T- Jeffro Tull. Jeffro Tull. Yes, he even he does Aqualung by Jeffro Tull in the in the scene. That's the song he's playing. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, um, Ron. Um, More than anything in the world, Ron. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Track four, then, I guess. Yes, Save the Children. There's a big monologue all the way through it. Yeah. Basie, I've got, I've, I've, Save the Babies. The line, Save the Babies. <laughs> so did I. I knew you would. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, there's also a bit of it sounds just Save like to Pimp a Butterfly, where there's like a female vocal that goes, Say, live your life. <laughs> like this. And it's very like all, all the way through. Um, a pimple butterfly like interstitials yeah where he's doing you know um spoken word intro it's just a soundtrack with Marvin Gaye dulcet toning all over the place yeah like, this doesn't listen like a selection of songs it's just like a journey in it this album I feel like he was very high when he, when he made this probably I feel like he was wearing something silky and not, <laughs> and he was very high, and he's like just a, like like a silk. Um, what would it be like? Like a, a kimono or something? Jacket. Yeah, <laughs> silk smoking jacket. <laughs> Marvin, are you gonna wear? Are you gonna wear anything else? Out. No, matching silk, silk white bottoms. No, yeah. no shoes, no socks. Just... No, there's no socks on this entire album. <laughs> No socks. Just a in, sign at no the door of the, the studio. studio. No socks. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um. Um. Feels like it's leading to something. My God, I hope so. <laughs> is my lyric. <laughs> <is my> li- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, unfortunately, no. It goes into God is love, although, which is although, the same I song. Like, I feel like five and five and six. I both feel a bit more like conventional songs. They're a little less soundtracky 
Yeah. They feel like they're a bit more like compact. It's like one it's like one song though, I would yeah. say. It's like Save the Save the Children. Oh, I've said I've said about God is love. It's following on the good message, more positive, basically saying if we call on him for for mercy, he will help us and he will save the babies. <laughs> he will. God will save the babies. God will save the babies. So, you know, save the children, save the babies. God will save the babies. Is what I've got from from these two songs. It's quite deep. It's very deep and also very basic at the same time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that lyrically there's a lot of layers here, is there? No, I think... If you read the lyrics, it, it sort of tells the story in a very sort of A to B Potentially, way. it's cultural in a way that we will never understand, perhaps, as white men. Yeah. So I can only take it from sort of base level of, he said, save the babies. And <laughs> yeah. I can't, like... I can't let that slide without mentioning that. And like, I couldn't get away with doing that, but Marvin Gaye can. Absolutely. And then uh, that leads us on to mercy me. a really mercy, good, mercy maybe me. the best track on the album and the other sort of big hit from this album. Is this side two, track one by any chance? I'll tell you that. Uh, feels like it could be. Does it just sort of, I've actually put it here, this is a two side job again, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, records and that. This feels more conventional again, like an actual, like a song. Yeah, this is a song, isn't it? Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I imagine it is side two, yes. But um, um, I've put the sax beat. solo! Sax solo. I've also put, the beat is crazy. There's a sound that sounds like a submarine sonar. <laughs> it's so blown out. It's like a conga or a bongo in a stairwell. <laughs> and it is, yeah, you yeah. like a... All the way through it, and it's like, what is having? What is that? that? Fire, someone just went. Like, it will oh, be somebody with a noisemaker in the stairwell, in like fire escape. Get that? Yeah, and it's amazing. Like cause in 1971, that's insane. Like, unless there is like a sound. There's a lot of like fun, um, sort of primary school noisemakers on this album, which I really like. Like the yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, it's coming, but like. Yeah, I've blown my word on the clack clack thing. But yeah, there you go. Um, um but yeah, no, it's great. It's great. Let's go. I don't it's know. Solo. I don't know if it is the second side, just because it it modulates up and blends in from um God is Love. Oh. Is God is Love could be. Though. Yeah, it could be. But then again, that seems to come straight in from Save the Children. Maybe not then. Well, it's like, to... maybe like right on is, is on you're the not, second. You've not got, you're going to say you're not getting nine tracks on one side, though, are you? Yeah, but I feel like God is Love is only, li- is only little. Yeah. And What's Happening yeah. Brother is only little, yeah. I think. I don't know. I'm only little. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's like a one minute odd work. Uh, did you, eight, I think, did you hear at the end there's like a sort of sampled vocal operatic voice like it's like oh, oh, oh. it's like the same lady's voice sound okay i'm gonna play it we'll pause it so yeah the creepy lady's voice at the end that sounds like it's we decided it's cut up Vote, like, vote yeah, it's either, it's either a, a very early like keyboard with some sort of 
vocal modulator on it or it's yeah it's literally a someone singing operatically and then it's just been chopped up in the studio it's cool though like this stuff like you can see why it was so because it's ahead of its time in terms of like oh yeah this that kind of thing and like weird sounds and just vibe in general like soul like this did it exist before this album i would i mean i have no authority uh but i would say that this probably moved it forward yeah and made it more cinematic i think like it's sort of bringing... a lot of the stuff before this would have been very like pop like like really sort of like upbeat catchy you know, like your Jackson Five stuff. Yeah, uh, this is like this is a serious fucking album. Like, yeah, no, this is it's heavy art, isn't it? Like versus yeah, a Michael Jackson of the era thing. Um, yeah, you can sort of see how like funk came out of this, and like um, yep, disco to a to a degree in terms of like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe not to a lesser extent disco. So there's no four on the floor on this album. No, but no, it's not very upbeat. This it's is not, very, to, it's, this not is dan- very it's not to dance to. No, it's like, very artistic specifically and, to yeah. not to, but like, yeah. But that brings us into right on, right on, right on. Uh, the perks. I know you, you mentioned it during the last one, but yeah, it's got that like weird, like primary um, school noisemaker. Yeah. I it's, it'll have a name. <laughs> It's like a scraper, isn't it? Yeah, scraper, um, wood, wood block thing. Yeah, uh, the flute is sick on it. And then I've just said, uh, <laughs> one of my classic notes here, uh, I'm in a 60s loft party with Andy Warhol and a lot of drugs, aren't I? Yeah, there's drugs in this song. Um, <laughs> there's drugs on the track. <laughs> uh, piano playing is noise. I put vibey, where is my smoking jacket? This is a long jam. Yeah, long horn. Plenty of musical Horn slash vocal jam. This is way more of a jam and back to that soundtrack style again after a couple of songs that were a little bit more direct. It, it imagine, I can imagine like riding around like 70s New York in a giant car, like a big Cadillac that's like way too long for no reason. Well, all, all American. All American all cars. American vehicles yeah, then, like yeah. back then it turns like... My car's power steering's fucked up, and I imagine it probably it's broken and needs needs repairing. It's going to garage next week, but I imagine that's how the cars of this era handled in America. Just didn't. Yeah. There was no. You just didn't go left or right. You just you just <laughs> you just hoped that the shop, the general store, was like just down the road it's in just a straight a line, loop, like a NASCAR. Yeah, track. you can just turn every it, town's just you can a turn NASCAR it one degree. Yeah, every town, every town's just a NASCAR track with a, like a really cambered corner at each yeah. end, and that's it. You go into town one way, and you come out of town the same way. I've got to take the long way home. <laughs> take the shortcut, turn around. Can't do the three point turn. Um, I'm deaf now. <laughs> I don't know why my voice was like that. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. Um, holy, holy, track eight. Holy, 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 holy. Yeah, it's a slow jam. 
Um, That's all I've got, really. Marvin's voice is being allowed to do the work in this one. So I said right on was like the big crescendo of the album. Yeah. And then, it and then like Holy down. Holy is like, um, like, yeah, like the cigarette afterwards. Kind yeah, of thing. like there is though one, another, another fantastic out of my mind note that I wish that I, I'm going to read it because if I write it, I read it. Yeah, yeah. That bit where he's like, love, love, love. <laughs> Just put, that bit is boner, boner, boner. <laughs> he also says like, we got we to gotta all come together. So oh. you think you might be right. Yeah. Synchronize. I've written Jesus in that again. Yeah. Large, I think it's because of gospel, they have a different sort of cooler look, outlook on religion in general, like sort of black America. Yeah, I could get behind that. Um, whereas here it would be like if, if like a British act started going on about God, you'd be <laughs> like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. You know, yeah, Christian. It seems Christian music it seems, doesn't exist here. It seems cool coming from uh, Marvin Gaye. I mean, it does. It clearly it does exist, but yeah, oh well, yeah. yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, we won't. I'm not, not Doctor Parish Church because um, <laughs> I was about to. Yeah, so it just brings us through to the end. Inner City Blues. Uh, this one feels like the credits are rolling. Yeah, it's soundtracky. It's super sound. This is probably the most soundtrack it's probably got, right? I've written rap still so. sounds like this. It's insane. I wonder how many people at this point know this is where it is mostly from. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, I mean, how many Kendrick Lamar fans know that this is like Marvin Gaye? Listening to Marvin Gaye. Yeah. And how much credit is he getting? For still influencing he's, he's dead, so. shit loads of popular music, you know, he's yeah, one, he's I one mean, of he doesn't want the. I mean, like, as in, like, he's one of the many from the grave authors many, that we've covered so far. How many people are crediting? You know, are putting credit against his name for some of this stuff? Put because, some respect on his name. I imagine they have. On his name. I imagine they have to though. I bet he's. I bet his estate are still making money from this because I bet they have to. Pay him. How many songs did you say were sampled? 90. 99. 99. <laughs> 99 different songs <laughs> that's sampled ridiculous. this album. And that's just the ones that have paid for it, isn't it? You know. Yeah, the official ones. I'm trying to find like a good... Oh, the Spice Girls sampled it in Say You'll Be There. Which is interesting. Of course. I don't know what part of that is, but yeah, there you go. Jesus. Um, Sleaford Mods, apparently. R&B Paul by Sleaford Mods. Fuck's sake. That's shocking. What a shit band. I quite like them in their own way. Like, I'd go and see them, I think. Nah, I'm, I'm good. They're a bit very in that sort of... Um, oh, what's the name? I'm terrible for this. That band that are out now that are like... Brexit. Idols. Yeah, like in that Idols sort of category, aren't they? They are, yeah. I mean, they were doing. I think. I think they, they probably influenced idols heavily. I mean, Sleaford Mods have been around for like, fucking forever. Like Brexit punk, in it. Yeah, yeah. It's very like job seeker. <laughs> That's a fucking tune, by the way. 
But yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this new Idols album. Actually, I know that we're the we're Ghetto Boys, here, Most Deaf, yeah. Jungle Brothers, Big Daddy Kane, Scarface. These are all people who have sampled this album. Yeah, you don't need to list every single one. There's 99. We'll be here all day. Nine on nine, sick rap singers. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, okay. Closing, closing note. Closing note from you. It's good this podcast because I wouldn't have listened to this otherwise. Same. And it's if I see it in a record shop, I'll probably pick it up and I'll listen to it while I like make Sunday dinner. <laughs> I, I wondered when you said I'll listen to it while I make, I, like make sweet love. Uh, yeah, I thought that's where you were going. To be honest, for a minute. But. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, uh, I've got. Uh, this is the real shit. It is the real the shit. The good shit. The top shelf shit you don't understand as a child, but as an adult, you really get it. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, the level of musicianship, mm. insane. Mm. The storytelling, insane. The vocal delivery, the production, it's just got it all, really, hasn't it? There's not much. You can't say much about each track, but if you, you can put it on, and it's not. it doesn't take that long to listen to, does it? It's about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah, Something it's not like a long out. Al- it's not a long album. Stick it on think. before you know it. It's the end, and you're like, "Well, that that was that was nice. Yeah, that was just it was just nice." I, I'm I'm sticking this in in, I guess it's un- under, underplayed. It's underplayed because I've never heard like heard it all the way through before. Even though it's it's one of the most highly rated albums of all time, but yeah, yeah, banger. Wow, this is really... I feel quite awkward how short this one went. Yeah. Maybe we'll just try and keep them to 30 to 40 minutes if we can. I mean, if if we just... We speak about we them as, as much as we've got to say about them. We're just you know? vibing. Yeah. Okay, well, anyway. So, if you enjoyed this episode, if you would like to get in touch with us about anything, you can get in touch with us using the information in the link below. And we're on. And... Yeah, just uh, drop us an email. I don't think I've been putting it in the description. I probably should start doing that. That explains why I've not had an email. Well, does it? Or does it? I'll not. I'll not. Dis- I'll not disclose the listener figures. Um. But yeah, get in touch. Let us know if you want to share. You want to tell someone else to listen. That'll be great. Um. And yeah, we'll see you next time. I've been Tom. And I've been Paddy. And this has been Underplayed or Overrated. Bye. Bye.